It sounds just a tiny bit ridiculous to say out loud, the thought that I might actually be afraid of making more money in my business. And yet, that's exactly where I found myself, afraid that more money would turn me into an entirely different person. I felt like I couldn't actually trust myself to spend that money in a responsible way, or heck, even to save it. Today, I'm sharing what made it so difficult for me to trust myself to make more money in my business and how I broke through those fears so I could feel more abundant now. If you're someone who feels like you can't trust yourself around money, today's mindset shift is absolute gold for identifying the money mindset challenges that are holding you back and shifting them so you can thrive. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope your week is off to an incredible start. First of all, the craziest thing happened. I recorded this entire episode in full, sent it off to the podcast editor, only to find out that it literally only saved one second of this entire 40-minute episode. So here we are again, re-recording it, and I actually think that this is a blessing in disguise. You know that I always believe that everything happens for us, not to us, And I remember thinking that I was rambling a lot during this episode and wondered if there was an opportunity to connect the dots just a little bit better for you. So I actually think that this worked out really well, and I'm excited to dive into this topic again today. So here we are re-recording it, but I really want to talk today about the mindset shift that has made it easier for me to trust myself to make more money. Now, I know that sounds like kind of a strange thing. Like, of course you want to make more money. Of course you trust yourself to make more money. But what I found to be true is that actually wasn't the case. I actually wasn't fully trusting myself to make more money in my business because there were a lot of fears under the surface around what that would mean about me. So I want to dive into that today because chances are, if it's coming up for me, there's probably someone out there who needs to hear this as well, and it might be coming up for you as well. So let's dive into this because I think this is a really interesting topic, and I just want to explore this a little bit deeper and talk about how trusting ourselves to make more money is actually really important to being able to call it in, being able to actually make that money and feeling really good about it. So first of all, what I found to be true is that I was making more money in my business than ever before. And I think it kind of freaked me out. I think I had a really high income month and I was like, oh crap, right? And of course, none of this was really outward. I think it was all pretty self-conscious, but I reached that new 
level. I reached that kind of new level of what was possible. And I think it freaked me out on a subconscious level because what I found to be true was I was making more money, but I was still feeling a lot of restriction or a lot of just tension around actually being able to enjoy that money, actually being able to spend it and live into it and feel really good about it. And there was just some resistance there. And I was noticing this as I was making more money in my business that it almost felt like I, I wanted to like hoard it, right? I wanted to go back into that scarcity mindset where I was like, oh my gosh, will I ever be able to create this again? Is it ever going to be possible for me to do this again? All of those fears that come up at every next level of income. And I know that this is a thing. And this is something that has totally hit me at every next level of my business as I continue to expand, as I continue to make more money and realize new things are possible for me. It always comes with that question of, will I be able to do this again? Will I be able to create that again? And I know so many of my clients experience that very same question as they continue to grow. So this is something that I just want to normalize. And I want to say that this is extremely common. So if you have felt this in your business, you are definitely not alone, but I want to talk more about that. I want to talk about how we can actually trust ourselves to recreate that success. We can actually trust ourselves to make more money in our business. And that's what we're going to dive into today. So one of the things that I noticed around this was that I had created so many rules for myself around what I was allowed to spend money on and what I wasn't allowed to spend money on. Now, these were totally self-created, self-inflicted rules, and they honestly were things I didn't even understand or realize I was doing. But I think we all have some version of this. We all have things that we are more comfortable spending money on and some things that we are certainly less comfortable spending money on. And the reason I mention that is because most of the time, this really boils down to previous programming. I know, for instance, spending money on vacation comes really easily to me because that was something that I grew up doing with my family when I was younger, right? So we would go on vacation. That was one of those times when money really felt like it was flowing freely. It was good and it was safe to enjoy spending spending money on vacation, essentially, right? That was one of those things that was just like always expected or okay or normalized. And I've noticed that I've taken that into my adult life as well, right? So every time I plan a trip, I feel really good about planning trips. I feel really okay booking travel. I feel really good about spending money on vacation, spending money on experiences, spending money on myself. That feels really good. And it's super interesting to look at because it can be the exact same amount of money, but there are other things where I would be a hell no, right? Where I would just be like, no freaking way am I spending that kind of money on that. So it's just super interesting to notice that there are already certain expectations or programming around what it is and is not okay to spend money on. But this was something that I had never really looked at before. It was something that I had never really gone deeper on. And it was a very eye-opening exercise to actually look at it. So here's what I did. I wrote down on a piece of paper 
all of the rules that I had created for myself around what it was okay to spend money on, right? So all of the things that I felt super comfortable spending money on, I just made this big, long list of what those things actually were. Now, I did the exact same thing for what I was not okay spending money on or what felt like a stretch, those things that I would spend on that felt just a little bit extra or a little bit uncomfortable or just like, oh, hell no, right? So it really did run the full spectrum of, yeah, uncomfortable to hell no, right? So it was super interesting for me to make this list because Like I said, these weren't rules that I actually consciously acknowledged and chose. It was just how I found myself going through life, how I found myself spending money. And actually looking at that list was super eye-opening. And for a few reasons here, right? The first reason is that I don't think that I was consciously choosing things that brought me joy. And I think that's a super important point because obviously we want to spend money on things that we actually enjoy, that give us a better life experience, that make us happier, that just benefit our life overall, right? So I think that that is a super important point when it comes to our relationship with money. Are we spending money on things that actually bring us joy? And until I looked at that list, I really couldn't say one way or the other. Now, the other interesting thing that I found here is that the things that I wouldn't necessarily spend money on weren't because I couldn't, right? So it's not like I can't spend money on expensive handbags. I just choose not to. And I think that that was super eye-opening as well, because when I looked at that list, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I really wish that I could spend money on all of these things that I'm simply not allowing myself to spend money on. Yes, there were a few of those, but I would say the vast majority of the things I was a hell no to were simply because my preferences didn't lie in that area. It wouldn't necessarily bring me joy to go out and buy a 5k handbag. Like that just wouldn't be something I would do because it just wouldn't bring me the kind of enjoyment that going out and spending 5k on a vacation one. Right. So I think that that was a super interesting thing to notice because then instead of being in scarcity around that, instead of feeling like, well, this is an area of my life that I really can't trust myself to spend more money it became more neutral. And when it became more neutral, I was able to look at it from that perspective of this simply isn't a preference. This simply isn't an area that I would like to spend more money because I know that it is not going to benefit my life in the way that some of the things I do enjoy spending money actually will. So this is a very eye-opening exercise that I really do encourage you to journal about, to look at, to make your own list, because looking at so much of that really helps us to understand where it is that we enjoy spending money and where it is that we don't. And that's only going to help us to make better decisions and making better decisions is only going to help us to trust ourselves more around money as a whole. So it really does impact your relationship with money. And of course, your relationship with money is going to affect 
your ability to make more of that. So super helpful just to dive into these things because of course it's going to also impact your business, right? I think you can see here how tightly intertwined this is with more success in your business because if you trust yourself to make more money, you're going to have less resistance around taking those actions in your business that are going to bring in more money. So I just want to connect the dots a little bit for you there so you can really see how this really does matter and it really does impact your success in the business overall. So highly encourage you to make that list of your own. Look at where you're comfortable spending money, where you actually enjoy spending money. And then also on the converse, the things that are less important to you, the things you're a hell no to. And then look, do you consciously choose to spend money in those ways? Does that feel good to you? Does that feel in alignment with what you actually desire? And if there's something on the hell no list that you're like, oh, I actually really would like to spend more money here. I actually would. This would give me a huge amount of enjoyment. And I think I should actually look at that. That is super useful information because then it becomes an active choice rather than something you're just subconsciously pushing away because of some arbitrary rule or previous programming or, you know, whatever the story is around that particular thing. I really think that when it comes to business, the actions are the easy part. It's all of the thoughts we have surrounding the actions that make them so much more difficult to take. That was definitely true when it came to my money mindset around making more money in my business. And it's also true for you when it comes to sales. Those thoughts you have that selling is icky or it feels gross or no one wants what you're selling, no one can afford your services, your price too high, insert thought here, are all making it so much more difficult for you to sell in a way that feels really freaking good and see more results because of it. That's why I absolutely love helping you shift that on my free Sincere Sales Coaching Call. Together, you and I get to the root of your biggest mindset challenge around sales so we can shift it and you can start making more of them. If you'd like to join me for this absolutely free 30-minute call, head over to amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales and grab a time that works for you. I only offer a limited number of these each week, and they are seriously so much fun and people get so much value from them, so you definitely don't want to miss it. So I say all the time with clients, but it's never actually about the thing on this surface, right? There's always an underlying belief when it comes to how our mindset holds us back. So I'm going to give an example here, but I just think that this is so useful to know because most of the time when we find ourselves in a circumstance that's less than desirable, there is typically an underlying belief that is holding us back that we need to uncover so that we can shift that, right? I don't, for whatever reason, whenever I try to explain this, I have this like vision of lava in my head, like lava under the surface of a volcano. <laughs> I've been looking up a lot of Hawaii stuff recently, so maybe that's why this is coming up. But that's like literally what I think of because for me, when I found myself not allowing myself to spend money and actually enjoy the more money that I had created, there was this underlying belief that was making that difficult. And the underlying belief was, if I make more, I am going to be a totally different person. 
And another one, if I make more, I am going to be irresponsible with spending it. So these two underlying beliefs made it so much more difficult for me to actually enjoy the money that I had created. And I truly believe that's what was causing that resistance around making more of it. That's why I felt like I couldn't fully trust myself to make more of it was because it just felt like it was going to turn me into a different person. Now, again, I think this is mostly subconscious. I don't think I was ever walking around being like, oh, I can't make money. It's going to turn me into someone else. Like those words never actually came out of my mouth. But what I will say here is that those subconscious beliefs, once I uncovered them, made it so much easier to get support around and to shift. So I had a conversation with my coach and I remember saying to her, I just feel like I'm going to be wildly irresponsible if I continue to make more money. And she was like, well, money only amplifies what is already there. So it's safe to trust yourself to make more of it. And my mind was like absolutely blown by this concept, right? Because I had never really considered it this way. I had never really considered that the preferences that I already had around spending money and the ways that I already spent money that brought me joy and the ways that I chose not to spend money because they didn't necessarily bring me joy would actually be very similar. It would be a very similar way of moving through life, a very similar experience. And this really shifted things for me. This belief that money amplifies what is already there. So it's safe to trust myself to make more of it was an absolute game changer for me simply by way of acknowledging that it's, it's safe to make more money. It's actually okay. It's actually not going to be turning me into a different person or doing something extremely negative in my life or, or whatever subconscious belief I had there. And again, I think this is super interesting to look at because so often the things we worry about, they do feel more vague, right? So it's not like I was thinking about like one specific instance where if I had a ton of money, I was going to be hugely irresponsible and I was going to do this one exact thing, right? It was more of like a vague overtone is how I kind of describe it, right? It was this vague fear that I had that, oh my gosh, I just couldn't be trusted. I would be hugely irresponsible with spending. It just wasn't going to be okay, right? And a lot of this had come because I had just made a series of investments in making more money as well, right? So I just made a few investments in the business. I had just decided to up like support in a few ways. And basically I was like, oh my gosh, like, can I continue to create this? Can I continue on this track in a way that supports that, right? So I think that like a lot of what was going on at the time also made this concept feel a lot more intense than it probably had to. So I think that's where that idea of being irresponsible with spending comes in because it was one of these things where it was just this looming fear that I had. And once I was able to acknowledge, no, my preferences would actually be very similar. It felt so much safer for me to make more money, to spend money in ways that I enjoy 
it just kind of opened up this whole way of thinking about money that really shifted my relationship around it. So I think it's just super interesting to look at where your own preferences lie. Look at what brings you joy and happiness, because what I found to be true is I would probably spend very similarly, right? So it's funny, Brian and I got a Southwest Companion Pass recently. And what that means is basically one of us books a flight and the other one can fly as a companion for free. So we got this through a credit card deal that we had found and it's just like, it's been great, right? It's been amazing as the world starts opening up again. We've been able to travel more. We've been, we've definitely been making use of it, right? But travel is like my thing. <laughs> I think we all have that like one thing that we feel really good about spending money on, or that's just something that we, it just brings us a lot of joy and happiness, I guess is what I would say, right? So for you, it might be designer handbags. And for someone else, it might be real estate. And for someone else, it might be whatever your thing is I think we all have that like one thing where we're like I know that throwing money or not throwing money I guess I shouldn't say it that way but I know that spending money in this way is something that brings me an immense amount of joy so I'm really comfortable doing that right but for the most part I have a preference toward spending money on a upgraded hotel or just a better experience on that trip overall than I do on flying. I like I could fly anything, right? Like I just like as long as it gets me there safely, I'm pretty much good with it, right? So it's so funny because part of me so hesitated to share that we got that Southwest Companion Pass because I was like, oh my gosh, people are gonna know that I fly a budget airline. What are they going to think? And I think it's so funny how we create these rules for ourselves and how that was something I even felt like sort of vulnerable around because that's just so congruent with who I am. Like, like I said, I think like, even as I continue to make more money, I probably won't upgrade my flights. I probably will continue to fly pretty affordably because I know that I enjoy spending money in other ways that bring me more joy. And that just feels really good to me. That feels really congruent with how I like spending money, right? So I think that that was just super helpful for me to realize because I think the reason I felt so uncomfortable around making more money and bringing in even more money and trusting myself there was because I think I felt like I would be pressured into spending money in ways that I didn't actually enjoy, if that makes sense. So it would have felt super uncomfortable for me to all of a sudden go from flying pretty affordably to like upgrading to first class and I'm not even saying that's bad or I'll never do that but it's just that it's one it's just not something that feels really aligned with what I desire and what brings me happiness and joy where I would so much rather use that money and spend it in a different way that does bring me joy so I think that's where this resistance was coming in because I was like oh well if I make more money then I'm going to have to spend it in all of these ways that don't feel good to me or don't feel congruent to me and that's actually just super interesting for me to notice and super interesting 
interesting for me to look at. So I think that this can be really helpful when you're looking at your own preferences and when you're looking at expanding your capacity to make more money in your business, because you might have a very similar idea. You might have an idea that if you were making more money in your business, then you would be spending it in these ways that didn't necessarily feel good to you. And that might bring about this hesitation or this resistance around making more. But when you can recognize that money amplifies what is already there, so it's safe to trust yourself to make more of it, it's actually just more of the same, right? Like it's actually just what you're doing now, but upgrading in the places that really matter to you. And I think that that is just so helpful and so liberating to acknowledge. For me, the same thing is true when it comes to clothing. Honestly, I get the vast majority of my clothing at Target lately. And it's just because I really appreciate it. I really enjoy it. I see the value there essentially, if that makes sense. Like I would rather have like five really cute dresses that are trendy and, you know, maybe they won't last forever, but it doesn't matter because, you know, the trends won't last forever either. And like, that is fine for me. Plus I have a puppy too. So like everything eventually gets stained or has holes or whatever. And I don't want to have to feel bad about that. Right. So it definitely like hurts my soul more when he tears a hole in a like hundred dollar made well sweater than it is when he tears a hole in a $25 sweater from Target. And I just know because I don't like having that experience and because that's just life and I have a puppy, (laughs) that it's actually just a way of spending money that feels congruent to me and not necessarily this thing where I couldn't spend money on a Madewell sweater. So I think just appreciating the difference there has been super helpful because all things being equal, it's just a choice. It's just a choice of where I feel better spending my money. And no one is forcing me to go out and spend money in ways that don't feel good to me. Not saying that they ever have, but I think that when I look at that fear, that's really what was surrounding that. It's just that needing to spend money in ways that didn't feel good to me. Because honestly, saving gives me a massive amount of safety and security which I think is actually a really interesting thing to look at here too. I'm trying not to make this podcast episode too long, but you know me when I talk about money, I could go on and on and on and on. But I think this is something that's super interesting to look at because just because you're making more money doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be spending more money either. A large part of what I enjoy doing is putting that money away, putting that money aside, saving it so that I can feel that safety and security there, right? So I think part of trusting yourself around money is trusting yourself to have money too, right? So it doesn't mean just trusting yourself to spend money, but it actually means trusting yourself to have it, to save it, to allow it to be there, to allow it to support you as well. And I think acknowledging that as well has been super helpful to me, right? So I think that we're usually more comfortable with one or the other, right? So we're either really comfortable with saving money or really comfortable with spending money, right? So I would literally ask yourself, where is it that I feel more comfortable there? Do I feel more comfortable saving or do I feel more comfortable spending? And then I would challenge you to push yourself a little outside of your comfort zone there. So if you're someone who likes to hoard it and like 
put it all away and doesn't like to spend a dime, then I would challenge you, think of one way that you would actually enjoy spending money that would actually bring you a better life experience, more happiness, more enjoyment, more pleasure, more fun, whatever that looks like for you. It doesn't have to be a big thing, but it does have to feel significant to you. And then go ahead and do that just to show yourself that you actually can spend money in ways that really do support you and really do bring you more enjoyment. And then conversely, if you're someone who doesn't feel comfortable having money, you feel like it's burning a hole in your pocket, you find yourself constantly living paycheck to paycheck, or you don't really like saving money because you don't feel worthy of it, or a whole host of other mindset issues that could be going on there, then I would challenge you what, like, can you start setting up a savings plan? Can you put a little bit aside? Can you set up a certain percentage of all of the money that comes in through your business that you put aside? Can you just start saving it and trusting yourself to have that money and not spend it, even if it is in very small ways now? So I think that's just a super interesting thing to look at there as well. So the other thing I want to say here is once I was able to get to that kind of neutral place of I trust myself to make more money because I know that money amplifies what is already there which was super helpful, like I said. But once I got to that place, it was super interesting to notice where those preferences actually did lie. And there's a funny story here that I want to share because I think this illustrates it really well. So for a while, I definitely had subconsciously this like limit of how expensive a bottle of champagne I would allow myself to purchase. And that sounds like such a ridiculous thing. And I even feel ridiculous saying it out loud, but I definitely like when I was at the store and looking at the champagne bottles, like definitely had this version of like fancy, but not too fancy. Right. And I think it's so funny because that just felt like a little bit extra, right? That just felt like, you know, I was only, only worthy to buy the bottle of champagne up to a certain point, but anything after that, anything after that certain price point or whatever was pushing it. Right. So one of the exercises I did here was I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out. I'm going to buy a really fancy bottle of champagne. Like that is what I want. We also just got a hot tub. I was like, I am going to celebrate with a fancy bottle of champagne, right? So it was like all of these ways that I've been really pushing myself to enjoy making more money in my business and to enjoy the life that I've created and to enjoy live like just like living this life basically right like I'm pushing myself to really live into that to really have more fun to really look at the purchases that actually make a difference for me in my life anyway so back to the hot tub and the champagne so I was going to go and buy a fancy bottle of champagne and I was going to push myself to get something that I wouldn't normally allow myself to buy. Now, this was a super interesting exercise because what I found to be true was when I was actually in the store staring at the bottles of champagne, I was like, I don't actually even know, like, I don't know enough about champagne to actually be like, oh yes, this is the absolute best of the champagnes out there, right? Like, I I just like am not at that place and mostly pick things based on the label and you know what I've heard and good things right so I it was funny standing there and being like purposely 
pushing myself to choose something I wouldn't let myself normally buy. And when I went through this exercise, when the playing field was level, when there was nothing off limits, the like sky was the limit on what I could actually buy. What I found was the thing I actually wasn't allowing myself to purchase was champagne that came in a box. And that is just like so wild to actually acknowledge, right? Because here I was like every time I'm going in the store, Apparently what I wanted was the champagne that came in a box, like a really cute white box with the little metallic bubbles on the outside and very adorable, right? But like to me, in my mind, that was the thing that was extra. That was the thing that I couldn't possibly purchase. That was the thing that I just wasn't letting myself go there. And it's funny. Like, I actually think this is funny because there are so many other more expensive bottles of champagne than the one I ended up picking. But it wasn't actually about the price point. It was about me, like, actually allowing myself to have that nice thing, actually allowing myself to have the thing that I wanted, I guess is what I would say, instead of feeling like I needed to restrict myself around that, like I couldn't trust myself to make that purchase, like I wasn't worthy of that purchase, right? And that is super interesting because most of the time when we get to that neutral place, it's not actually like the sky's the limit. Well, like we're just going to spend forever and we'll never stop kind of thing. Like that certainly wasn't the case for me with the champagne bottle. It was simply that I, for whatever reason, just didn't feel worthy or enough to buy the champagne that came in a box. And when I actually pushed myself to acknowledge, like, what is the thing here? What is the thing that you actually want? Sorry, I think there's a deer in the yard and Ollie is barking at it. But what is the thing that you actually want? That was when I was like, oh, okay, this, like, I actually want the champagne that comes in a box. So I just bought the freaking champagne that came in a box. And it wasn't actually that big of an investment. It wasn't that big of a purchase, right? So it's just so funny how we do this to ourselves, right? It wasn't this this grand thing and that was going to like bankrupt me it was just this very tiny thing but it felt very significant so the reason I share that is because I really believe sometimes when we break apart the rules we've created for ourselves and when we're able to get to that neutral place of okay if I could have anything here what is the thing that I actually want it's so much easier to make a decision that's in alignment with our values that actually brings us joy to spend money in a way that enriches our lives instead of feeling that resistance and that restriction around money and feeling like there's not enough to have the thing you actually want. Because like I said, with the champagne bottle, it wasn't actually this thing that was that far out there. It was actually extremely accessible. It was just that I wasn't really letting myself go there. So I hope this mindset shift has been super helpful to you because I know it has made a massive difference for me, really allowing myself to trust myself to make more money and knowing that it really only amplifies what is already there. So it is safe for me to trust myself to make more of it probably only means that I'm going to splurge a few more times on Lululemon things than I have in the past. And that's probably just fine. Not going to be a huge problem. And really just like spend money in ways that fill me up, that feel like they're bringing me more joy, feel like they're enriching my life. (laughs) And I know that if you 
really embrace this and really apply this mindset work to your daily life and business, you are going to see a massive shift in your relationship with money and how you allow yourself to trust yourself to make more of it as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really encourage you go make that list of things you're allowed to spend money on and things that you find yourself restricting around and really look at that really Decide what you want to be true for you. Decide where money enriches your life and then go and live into that. All right, guys, have a great week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business, and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Those words never actually came into came into play. They never actually came into my goodness words.